Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 20-something podcast. We have a special guest today for our segment, Life Advice from a 20-something-year-old. I have Jordan here, and Jordan, why don't you give us a little intro, tell us who you are, what you do, a little bit about yourself. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Jordan Rose, and I am 23. I am, my full-time career is an apparel designer for a company, and then my side gig is a small business. It's an online faith-based women's boutique, and I'm working for that to be my full job, full-time job, so hopefully soon, um, and yeah, I'm married. I got married at 21, and that's kind of a little bit about me, I guess. Very cool. Um what made you decide to start your boutique Sunday Best? Because I know it's it's faith based, and um, you've done a lot with like Peyton since the accident. What kind of made you start that, and then like transition into what it is now? Yeah, yeah. So I actually worked for a store called Altered State when I was going to school. And it was really cool. It was also a faith-based store. And I had never been to a clothing store that, like, that's what they stood for. So it's just, like, walking in, you just felt so good. And you, they did good with their money. Um, So I always kind of knew, like, oh, I really like that idea. Now, with them, they were a pretty big store. But they also, I feel like, could have been doing a lot more. Like, I know they marked their prices up more than the normal markup is and they only donated like one percent um to certain things and I just felt like you know I think more can be done um so that was like a goal with mine when I opened my store I thought like okay I can do more than they were doing even being smaller um so I always strive to do that and put God first and just really share bible verses and just and make people feel good when they come to pop-up shops like that kind of stuff and so yeah I guess I opened my store in 2020 I think it was no actually it was 2019 (laughs) and I started making jewelry first um just in college it was just something I wanted to do on the side to make some money and it started off faith-based but then after my sister's accident I started making bracelets to raise money for her and um after that I was like you know what I'm gonna start adding clothes and once I was able to add clothes I started doing uh, some more fundraisers for other families so I did two other families now in the past year and I hope to do more in the future because it's been really cool and rewarding and just feels really good to be giving back um to the community yeah very cool yeah I I love seeing your business grow and all of the people that you've helped. I have a bracelet for Peyton. Um, I know my mom has a couple things. She's given me a couple things and it's just so cool, you know, Thank um, you. for my listeners, Jordan and I went to high school together. She's a year older than me. We played golf together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just so cool to see, you know, you doing something different than, the typical path like you said you're married and you run a small business you also have a full-time gig um and that's kind of what this is all about because I definitely haven't taken the the normal path either and I think it should be more known that it's okay to you know follow that and you never know 
what's going to happen. You kind of just have to trust and, and go with it. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, my icebreaker question before we jump in is um, tell me about your uh, airplane tendencies. I uh, This is a very interesting thing for me, you know, do you have a specific, like, do you need the window seat? Do you need the aisle seat? Do you bring the snacks? Are you reading? Are you watching a movie? What are you doing on the airplane? What are your tendencies? All right. Good question. Cause I was just on a plane. Um, this last flight was kind of a shorter one in two hours. And I honestly just tried to be productive. Okay. Um, so I kind of like whether that is like, I think the way there, I was going through my photos and just clearing them out because you know what it is when you just screenshot or you have so many of the same photo yeah. photos and it takes a lot of time so that's what I did on the way there and then on the way back I just was working on my laptop but I'm definitely a person that likes to go to Target beforehand and pick up a lot of snacks because I don't know I like to have them ready mm-hmm. in there and not have to buy them at the airport because it's so mm-hmm. much more expensive yeah um yeah, but always like watching movies too if they mm-hmm. have them on the plane. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm definitely a snack person on the plane. I'm hungry the second I step on. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. <laughs> um, window seat for sure, just that extra rest. But um, yeah, flying with Peyton is it is it accommodating? Is it difficult? It's interesting. Interesting. Um, I always wondered and when we first flew with her I was like wow I never thought about this like I've never seen someone on a wheelchair in the plane yeah so she has to get on before everyone else Mm -hmm. and is also the last person off so it's definitely traveling with her Um, (laughs) it kind of sucks in that sense because you're like I just want to get off the plane right um so she has to bring her wheelchair um so she has like an automatic or like electronic wheelchair Mm-hmm. and it's 400 pounds so it's a heavy duty wheelchair Holy. yeah so it's kind of a process so she drives it to um like the beginning like to the gate mm-hmm. and then she gets put on a like I don't know an airport wheelchair mm-hmm. and then they bring her to like the door of the plane and then put her on a different chair that's like an aisle chair and it's like really skinny and mm-hmm. she has to like put all these straps across from her so she doesn't like fall off because she doesn't have any trunk control or anything so. right <laughs> um and then we bring her down the aisle backwards and transfer her to the seat okay and it's nice for her to sit in the middle seat that's the easiest um okay. just because she has people on both sides of her then right and then that same process back but then with the wheelchair um we have to take off like the control device on like the arm what she controls Mm -hmm. and then unplug it all turn off the brakes and wrap it in bubble wrap oh my gosh those things are so expensive and we've heard the horror stories of just people like airport workers not being careful with them and obviously that's her way of transportation like that would be horrible if you get somewhere and it doesn't work oh my gosh that easy to just get a new one right Um, so yeah, that was an experience this last trip because it was just my mom and I, and I had a video from the last time we traveled of my dad taking it apart and it went pretty smoothly. So that was good. Good. Um, yeah. 
but it's definitely an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah. So do they bring it back when you're getting off and like have it waiting for her? Yes. Okay. Yep. And this okay. last time it was so funny because it's so heavy and we could see out the window. There was like five guys standing around it and it was on this like higher. I don't know what it was, but they didn't know how to take it off. Like they didn't oh have a to get it off and they're just like, what do we do? <laughs> and eventually a couple of guys just picked it up and hopefully didn't hurt their backs, but yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's so awesome that they're accommodating with that though and that she's yes. able to get that help and you guys mm -hmm. can bring that with. I didn't like, I never even thought about that. Like, do you have to check it? What do you like yeah. do with getting through the airport? It's nice. She can drive it right up to the gate. It is. Yeah, she definitely has a lot more baggages, um, baggage now that she's yeah. paralyzed because of right. medical equipment and all that stuff. So yeah, I can it's a lot, but it's good. Right. But it's cool because she still gets to do all the same stuff, you know? Yes. Just just a little extra effort, but mm -hmm. very cool. Um, well, let's jump in. So I asked Jordan to come with roughly five pieces of advice, lessons learned, basically anything she wants to share from being in her 20s um, that might you know, help us all out because it's it's kind of like a dumpster fire every once in a while. So um, <laughs> I will give you the floor, Jordan. All right. Um, I will start with my first piece of advice would be to appreciate the present. I feel like we're just always trying to get to the next stage of life, whether it's graduating or finding a job or buying a house or getting married or having kids. And there's like, we're just always trying to get to that next stage. But I mm -hmm. think it's so important to just like be in the present and appreciate where you're at for that moment while you're trying to get to that next stage, but just like enjoying that season because mm -hmm. you probably won't be in that season again. So I don't know. That's just one thing I've learned and I'm learning um, is just to enjoy, enjoy the present. Mm -hmm. When yeah. did you, uh, like, when did that when was like that aha moment in that in that piece of advice for you like when did you kind of realize like okay like I need to just you know appreciate what's around me slow down a little bit you know you're only in this place once yeah yeah so um Tyler and I have actually been trying for a baby for um two and a half years oh my goodness and it's, yeah so it's been kind of like it feels like a season of waiting Okay. And my mom one time just reminded me, because it's hard. It's hard when you're dealing with infertility. Yeah. Um, but she said, you know what? Like, just while you're waiting for it to happen, just enjoy it. Because once you have kids, like, it's never going to be the same. So I'm just really mm -hmm. trying to, like, if I'm at home one night and just watching TV and being lazy, I'm like, okay, I need to appreciate this. Because in the future, I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to right. just go do whatever I want on a Saturday or I don't know, just mm -hmm. travel as much. And yeah, so I'm just, that's one thing I think that has really brought that into perspective is just enjoy, um, enjoy the moment. Yeah, I definitely agree with that 100%. Praying for you guys. I think Thank you guys you. would make <laughs> awesome parents. And, you know, I, I really believe that like when the time is right for anything, you know, the yes. universe and God, they're going to give it to you. So 
that's that's exciting though you know yeah it is very cool um, my next piece of advice um would be be smart with your money because I feel like I feel like that's kind of an obvious one but we're just I feel like society right now it's very like bye 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 treat yourself um don't wear the same outfit for each occasion or for an occasion like and it's definitely pushed more towards younger or maybe I just feel that way because we are young Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's when you kind of have to be the smartest with your money because don't always have the most of it at this age like (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah I just think just being smart with your money and not always going out to eat if you don't always have to or like making meals at home or only buying clothes or items you need if you really need it and um or like borrowing money like don't borrow more money than you need like I had a I had a friend in school uh, (laughs) where she got her student loan and she's like oh it's way more than I actually need I was like oh aren't you gonna pay that back like what the extra she's like no I'm gonna keep it then I can like go shopping and stuff I'm like no don't do that you're paying for that money like no oh Um, god I don't know just I feel like being young in your 20s we just need that reminder of Mm. be smart with it yeah yeah especially because like in high school we don't really like they're not teaching us about money and then you go to college and they're like, yeah, we'll give you $50,000 to go to school. And we're like, okay, cool. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you have all this debt and you're like, ah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with yeah. that. <laughs> what right. was your like um, experience with that? Like being married younger and, you know, kind of going, you know, you and Tyler, do you, do you guys have a house? Did you guys buy a house We did. Together? We just bought a house in June. Okay. So almost so- a year what like how how was that experience because that's that's a lot of big like financial moves it is and it all I don't know just so we both ended up getting full-time jobs last mm, let me think about that (laughs) almost two years ago okay Um, maybe a year and a half ago and so that was the first time we were really bringing in more money Mm-hmm. Um, but I think before that, we really prepped ourselves um, for this next stage. Mm-hmm. Being married, we have shared bank accounts. So that was definitely um, nice in the first year or so when I wasn't making as much. But then <laughs> there was a moment where he wasn't making as much and I was, you know, carrying us. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we just really had like our cars paid off. Um, schooling, I think I have $2,000 in school debt but my work pays for it every month. So wow. I'm not going to pay that off if they're paying. <laughs> right. Very um, nice. So yeah, we just kind of got things ready and prepped. And mm-hmm. then once we had those full-time jobs, we just had to wait a little bit. And we were lucky that Tyler was in the military. So we didn't oh, have yes. to have a um, 20% down. That's a Very lot nice. of money. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a blessing not having to do that. And we went with the, yeah, the military can't remember what it's called that military home loan anyways okay um so yeah that was definitely a learning experience applying for a loan right. and house shopping but right yeah, yeah it, it definitely feels good instead of 
renting like it feels nice to own something yeah um, and yeah. make it your own yeah that's awesome did you guys like I'm guessing you did but like have your parents like telling you different routes to go or like giving you advice because like I feel like when I'm looking at stuff like that I'm like dad like I have I'm interested in this like I don't know what to do tell me mm-hmm. what to invest in what should I do here and he's like all right this, yes. this, this. yeah so I definitely we both go to our parents for a lot of stuff and especially like buying a house now yeah. normally I will listen to my parents with everything they say um, <laughs> but last year when we were looking for a house they're like no Jordan it's not the time because interest rates started going up yeah um they're like no they'll go down soon just don't do it they're like we don't know why you're gonna do it and I don't know (laughs) I just went with my gut and I was like no this is what Tyler and I want Mm -hmm. um so we made that decision for ourselves and we don't regret it and guess Mm -hmm. what the interest rates are more than they were last year at this time so it worked out and they supported us once we decided to do it but um when we were like thinking about it they're like oh no I don't know (laughs) if that's the best idea but right you know you have to kind of make that decision for yourself too Mm -hmm. so yeah very true very true um very fortunate though to have support like that and people that are gonna help you out especially with money because it's it's so there's just so much to it Mm -hmm. at this stage but super cool yeah Um, my next advice would be continue to dream. I think it's just important to just keep working on yourself and dreaming and having goals and just having something to work towards. And I don't know, that's me and Tyler were talking about this last night when I was like, what should mm-hmm. I do for these, my advice? Mm-hmm. And he said, he's like, I think you're really good at having like goals and working towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it get it, it helps motivate me I find yeah. so I think I think that's just someone something everyone should do it sounds kind of cheesy because I remember in school we'd have to write down <laughs> our goals or whatever yeah. um, but it's helpful at least for me mm-hmm. it is yeah even like stepping stone goals little things you yeah. can accomplish on your way to bigger things too what are your if you want to share, what are your big goals for Sunday Best? I know you want to make it, you know, full-time, but do you have, you know, big things that you're, you're wanting to achieve with that? So right now, my main goal is just really to make it Mm -hmm. full-time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of like time to put into it to see that um, pay off to make it a full-time mm-hmm. job and it's a little tricky balancing like trying to do that to make it happen while also still having my full-time job right um, but I'm just really hoping soon that will become a reality and slowly getting there mm-hmm. and then probably like my bigger goal with Sunday Best that's like um in the farther future I think it would be really cool to have like a warehouse and I don't want a brick and mortar store um I just don't want to be working every weekend. Like I want to have some more freedom. So I think it would be neat to have a warehouse that had an office, um, obviously a place to store my inventory, 
a photo shoot room and then maybe like a front area where I could open up a random Saturday and do like hey you can come in store and shop today or like special special events um kind of have like a pop-up room but it's Mm -hmm. not always open so okay that's like my bigger goal for Sunday Fest so very cool hopefully that will happen someday (laughs) yeah no that would be awesome Mm -hmm. would that be like around the area or are you thinking like somewhere else you want to move do you want to stay yeah right um we are currently living in the Eau Claire area and I really like being here because it's close enough to uh, my family Mm -hmm. but for Tyler he's a pilot out of Minneapolis so he has quite a commute to work Um, (laughs) yeah so we'll see right now he's kind of struggling with that commute um but he'll leave for a trip so it'll be like he'll drive there be gone a couple days and then come back Mm -hmm. um so it's not like he's driving there every day right and so maybe in the future we'll be more towards Hudson area and I'd be open to opening it up down there too so just I guess wherever life takes us yeah absolutely well that's awesome yeah let's see gotta cross these off so I don't (laughs) my next advice would be find the good in things um with Peyton's accident I've really learned this because Mm -hmm. she has a lot and our family but a lot um that she or we could be sad about or mad or angry but who wants to live like that because it just ruins your day um Mm -hmm. when you let those feelings win Mm -hmm. and I just think there in every situation there's so much good to be found and once you start looking for that and seeing it it just changes your outlook in life and just makes you just like an overall happier person and it just makes your life better because yeah. I feel like that's what life is about is just finding mm-hmm. happiness and being happy mm-hmm. um so yeah just really looking for the the good and the bad right and that is that kind of what your choose happy campaign collaboration yes, is based off that of is okay um we really struggled um with a saying for a little bit Michaela mm-hmm. who is the other paraplegic that we are or quadriplegic we are doing this with um she had a saying of God's not done with you, which we were okay. going to do. And I love that saying because it's just like, if you're here today, you mm-hmm. have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had done that saying a couple of times. So we're like, well, let's switch it up a little bit to change it to something that's um, just to this collection. Right. And when Peyton was in the hospital, um, she told me, I didn't know this before, but when we were trying to find a different phrase, she's like, well, when I was in the hospital, some days I would wake up and say, okay, today I'm going to choose happy. So that's how that saying came about. And it's just, the it can be difficult to be happy, especially some days, yeah. like it can be really difficult. Um, and, but choosing to be happy or find the good, it will just change your right. outlook on life and can change your whole day. Yeah. Wow. That. Oh, that tugs on my heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very excited for that collaboration yeah. to come out. Um, that's this Friday. Yes, this Friday at tw- noon. Okay, awesome. 
Um, so you said Michaela is her name. Yes. The other okay. And how long has she been quadriplegic? Yep. Um, so her accident was in September of 2021 and Peyton's was June of 2021 so only a few months after Peyton's after okay Um, okay yeah so it's really cool um because they're kind of at the same stage which is nice because they can learn together um Mm -hmm. which is really really encouraging and I think that's Mm -hmm. what they both really needed it was hard to say goodbye to them on Sunday um but it was good okay very cool yeah I didn't know if like maybe her accident was like before and they could kind of you know she could kind of guide Peyton or Peyton could go to her but it's nice that they're going through the same thing very close in time that they can Mm -hmm. is she still in high school yes she is also a senior so she's 18 and Peyton's 17 she'll be 18 this summer but yeah they're both seniors okay okay gotcha uh that is so cool that you guys met them and got to go see them and collaborate them and like the stories are so similar that's mm-hmm. so cool <laughs> it's it's really like I was very excited to go down there and I had like okay I feel like this is gonna go well but mm-hmm. it went so much better than I could have ever expected like it was yeah. so amazing yeah. and she took us to a training place um that she had gone it's like has a nine-week program um Mm -hmm. where they just train you and it's kind of like a physical therapy but like doesn't have limitations if that makes sense okay um so she was in a power wheelchair but now she's in a manual after she did this training so we're hoping Peyton can do that and Mm -hmm. uh, get that strength to do it because it's a lot of work especially when you don't have your hands yeah your um ab muscles like that's a lot of work yeah Um, and it was so neat to meet quite a few other um, paraplegics and quadriplegics and just hearing their stories. And Peyton got teary-eyed, which made my mom and I teary-eyed um, because she's like, I've never been in a place where I felt normal. And it was oh. like, everyone knew like mm-hmm. what goes on in the day-to-day and like everyone right. understood and made jokes about it. And it was just Mm-hmm. such a cool experience so yeah. I think we'll be back in Texas this fall hopefully <laughs> very awesome oh my gosh yeah. that just like the choose happy like I don't think you guys could have picked a better phrase because anytime you see Peyton she just has the biggest smile on her face and mm-hmm. you know people people say that they're like she's such an inspiration you know with what happened she could be so angry and yeah like I'm sure there are really bad days and you know people outside of the family don't you like you can't even begin to understand what you guys do on a day-to-day to to support Mm -hmm. her but just like what you guys have done with it and the way that she's kind of chosen it's just it's an inspiration for so many people and she's 17 so yeah (laughs) it's crazy pretty amazing Yeah. yeah awesome well you guys, uh, my listeners, will have to support the Choose Happy yes. <laughs> uh, collab on Friday. Um, so it'll be out by the, this episode will go live on Monday. So okay, perfect. It'll be up. <laughs> okay, my last piece of advice um, would be 
I don't know if this is advice or like just a statement, but like Mm -hmm. you never really stop learning. So to find something you're passionate about, I think is important. Like I thought after college, I'm like, okay, I'm done learning. Uh, But no, that's not the case. (laughs) I feel like with my store and just life, I'm just learning so much and it's a little bit more exciting than school because it's like practical things and stuff Mm -hmm. I'm interested in so I just think it's important like just finding something you're interested in and keep learning about it and get better at it and better Mm -hmm. yourself and your skills whether that's gardening or baking or running a store or I don't know anything I think it's just cool once you get past school like you really get to pick um, what you want to learn about then yeah very true yeah. did you do you have any like business education through school or is that everything like you learned out afterwards um I do have a business minor okay I really don't think I learned much from it though <laughs> yeah. I think it was pretty mm, <laughs> it wasn't great yeah. <laughs> um and then my other degree is in apparel design which I learned a okay. lot um mm-hmm. But a lot of the store stuff, it was, has been, and was just learning, learning on the go. Mm-hmm. And right now I just switched to a new like website builder. So I switched from Wix to Shopify. Okay. And that's been a learning curve just because I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm not used to this one. Um, right. And just getting that all ready for this launch has been a lot to learn, but it's been good because mm-hmm. I want to like make things better and just keep keep um making it better right yeah yeah I talk about that on here a lot because it's so forced to go get a degree and like if you don't know what you want to do it's such a waste because oh absolutely yeah like luckily you got your degree in apparel design and that has helped you because you've learned everything about that but I went to school with like pre-med bio and then I was kinesiology, and then I was dietetics, and then I graduated with health sciences, and it's, like, I, I could have gotten, a, like, a three-month certificate online and done the same thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I talk about that a lot, like, always be willing to learn from the people around you, mm-hmm. and, you know, take new opportunities, be open, because, yeah, I learn new things every day that I had no idea was even out there. Yeah, and I feel like that and experience is just so much more valuable than college sometimes. Right. I mean, like, I honestly don't think I my degree has brought much value. I don't regret it. Um, mm-hmm. But in the, like, I went for apparel design and a lot of it was making clothes. Mm-hmm. And in my job, I don't touch a sewing machine. So it's just like, like, I get it. I understand Mm -hmm. that I need to learn how to make clothes to know how to design it, but also like four years of sewing. um, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if that's necessary. Right. And I think I could be doing my job without it, uh, especially my store, but Mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad I had that experience, but right. Yeah. It's college is definitely pushed and it, I hope people don't feel pressured to go just because that's the social norm. Mm-hmm. Did you, you went to an art school right away? 
So were you always an apparel design yeah. like, major? Okay. So I started at the Art Institute in Schaumburg, Illinois. Okay. Absolutely loved it. Um, so there was fashion design. Okay. And it was a year-round school, very unique, um, really cool experience. And like mm-hmm. in my math class, since it was an art school, everything was incorporated back to your degree. So like the end math final was like how like incorporating your degree in math. Um, so it was really open and very cool how they did that. Um, like each class was like that, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But they actually went like got new owners, I believe, and went from profit to nonprofit. And then they went bankrupt. Oh, no. (laughs) So my school closed down and I had to transfer to Stout. Um, I was really sad about that because I really liked it there. Yeah. But it all worked out in the end. And I enjoyed my time at Stout too. Yeah. Yeah. Quite an experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I thought I remembered you uh, like sharing like projects from that school or something like that where you were like designing different things for some reason did you like does you design like a dress or something and it was like was it out of like newspaper or am I making that up in my head (laughs) no yeah (laughs) I had um in high school I had one out of um, oh high school I mean and like for like the scholarship for the school right 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 right. okay yeah right so that was always the path that you wanted to take it was that was the only thing that ever interested me so I was like Mm -hmm. okay well I'm gonna do it and I I didn't know what else to do so right right yeah that's that's so rare that you go in doing what doing that and like that's what you end up doing (laughs) It, it is and it's definitely like what I do is I didn't realize this was a job um like how I do it and stuff um Mm -hmm. now in my day-to-day job but it's cool how many opportunities there are for fashion design because you kind of think only like New York or big cities and that was something the older I got the more I was like yeah I don't want to live that far away from my family like my family's important to me like Mm -hmm. that's not the path I want to go so I was really happy to find a job um close to home right yeah that's huge that was my other question was like are you remote do you go into a job so I am part-time remote um so I kind of pick and choose when I want to come in and stay home which is really nice um I really like that aspect of it a lot Mm -hmm. cool yeah because I mean when you yeah when you think about fashion it's it's LA it's New York it's Mm -hmm. Chicago which I mean you were called were you close to Chicago yeah yeah Yeah, suburb yeah so that's that's what you think but to be able to do that from Wisconsin and you know be successful in that and have your own side business that's successful that's definitely goes to show like no matter the circumstances you can you can be and do whatever you want you just have to be focused and put in the work and believe in it which is very awesome um do you think that you'll ever uh, expand Sunday best to have like employees or do you think it's always going to be you are you going to partner with somebody it's not always me (laughs) (laughs) I would love to have employees um definitely not there yet but one Mm -hmm. day that would be really awesome if it kind of ran itself or if I just 
got to do the fun stuff and made yeah. my employees <laughs> do the more work <laughs> side of things. Um, mm. Yes, I would definitely like to have employees though one day. Okay. Very cool. And so you design everything, obviously, but you don't physically make it. So I actually um, don't design everything. Oh, you don't? I okay. Have, nope. It's, I could because I know how to and like work with factories, but most factories, you have to have quite a big order um, to mm-hmm. like actually make something like, and if I wanted to do smaller, boy, my clothes would be quite expensive then because <laughs> it, co- it yeah. would cost a, a lot. Right. Um, so maybe that's in there someday, um, mm-hmm. but that's. I'd have to be reaching a pretty big crowd to order that many um, garments of each style. Um, But I do design some things like, okay, the choose happy. We designed the saying and where it went, but it came, we had a blank garment first and then we got it embroidered. So kind of like some customized things, but okay. Nothing that is fully designed by me. Okay. So you like order from like a, like a manufacturer or like like yeah. wholesale or wholesaler so okay. actually while we were in Texas this last weekend um they had Dallas market going on which I was really excited about because that's like one of the biggest markets um for wholesale so a bunch of wholesalers will come excuse me um and like kind of set up their stuff and then you can go and shop and be like okay well I want this 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 Maybe we'll take your order and then ship it out when it's available. Okay. Um, so that was a cool experience. We were only there for a couple hours and you probably need days because there's <laughs> so much. Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, we're there. Like, let's just go because I don't know when the next time I'll be able to get back right. um, to it. And I think it's only a, there's only so many markets and they're all like Las Vegas, Atlanta, um, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Um, so they're kind of farther away from us so I was glad to experience that Mm -hmm. gives you an excuse to travel though yes absolutely (laughs) cool yeah that's what I I was wondering that because I because you started just making jewelry yeah that's what you said yeah so I knew that part but then you got into clothes and I was like oh my gosh does she design all this (laughs) like what is she I know she's not like sewing it all like yeah no (laughs) Oh, that'd be so much cool. work <laughs> yeah that would be but you I mean you know how to do it from your degree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well very cool um I appreciate you sharing all of that with us and for taking the time to come on and share your story and a little bit of Peyton's story and just how you've come to be where you are right now um you're 23 you turned 24 this summer though right Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you are great ahead of me, but only a few months older because I'm mm-hmm. also 23. Um, but still you're, you went down this path. I went down <laughs> this path. They're saying we should go down this path. So yes. you were one of the very first people I thought of when I wanted to start having guests on just because, you know, I mean, I love all of the people in my life and my friends, but you know, a lot of people went down that main path which is Mm -hmm. totally okay and a lot of people found success and happiness in that but I really wanted to hear from you and how you've grown and developed and kind of figured it out and we're still figuring it out but yeah thank you um, for having me 
Yeah, of course. Um, where can everybody find you and support you? Yes. So my personal Instagram is on the tech clerk. <laughs> so I don't give you the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Okay. My personal Instagram is jordan.e.rose. And then my store's Instagram is the Sunday Best Boutique. And that's mm-hmm. also um, my website, the thesundaybestboutique.com. Perfect. Well, I will have all of that linked um, in the description. And then this, this will go up on Monday. Um, and then I'll put the little uh, choose happy in the description too, so that we can check that out. But yeah, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm so yeah. excited that I can be on here. <laughs>